The Your Mark on the World show is made possible by our sponsors, including Gate Global Impact and media consultant Mike Schwager. Welcome to Your Mark on the World, bringing you another changemaker with champion of social good, Devin D. Thorpe. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Your Mark on the World show. I'm your host, Devin Thorpe, and our guest today is Mary French. She's the founder of the Dictionary Project, and over the last 20 years, she's helped to provide, donate, and distribute 25 million dictionaries to kids, mostly in the United States, but also around the world. Mary, welcome to the show. We're so glad to have you. Well, thank you for having me. I'm glad to be part of it. Well, uh, we're glad to have you. It's such an honor to, and a privilege to meet uh, a woman who's had such a tremendous impact. Tell us a little bit about the problem that you're trying to solve. What's going on that, that you think people need dictionaries? What, what, what is it? Well, it's important for children who are learning to read to have access to at least 32,000 words. So they can develop their own reading skills and really form associations with other people through their acquisition of words, just learning them. And without a dictionary, they do not know um, how to spell the words correctly. And nobody does. You need dictionaries for that purpose and also to understand the meaning of words. That was why they were created and assembled in alphabetical order so that people would be able to find the word that they're looking for, a new word that they had seen before. And this has been going on for a long time, but it's still an essential tool for a quality education. A, a child or any person cannot do their best work without one. You can't just guess at these things. That's right. You can't just guess at the spelling of most words, especially in English. Well, you know, a lot of people must say to you, but are dictionaries relevant anymore with technologies? How do you respond to that? Well, children and, and everybody needs to learn how to read and write. You can't express yourself appropriately without that ability. And uh, unfortunately, there are a lot of people who do not know how to read and write, and uh, that's because they didn't learn it when they were in school. And so we're giving them the opportunity and the tool, really, to uh, expand their vocabulary with 32,000 words that are given to them in the third grade. And that seems like a lot that they're easy, you know, they can easily handle it, but without, and most of them, without a book like a dictionary, only acquire 5,000 words, which leaves them functionally illiterate. And so without access to those words, they don't know how to follow instructions or think independently. And, you know, it's like anything else, you give people something by tool and they know how to use it in their own way and uh you know to make it contribution as well so yeah so as you uh work to distribute you use a number of partners but one of your primary distribution partners is uh rotary international tell us a little bit about your your relationship with rotary what they do how you help how you work together and how that came about well it came about because I was asking everybody that I ran across if they would make donations to the Dictionary Project. And one of the most rotary companies, Andrews Rotary Company, Charleston, South Carolina, and they invited me to speak. And when I was speaking at that club, there was 
a guest from Ohio who was uh, visiting. He had a home in Seabrook, and he heard about the project, and he brought it to Ohio and implemented it there in Columbus. And then, uh, you know, the Rotary Club of St. Andrews participated that year. And so people have been really just, they think it's a good idea. It's an easy way to uh, implement a dictionary, uh, a literacy project that affects a lot of people, and it has a lasting effect. The children keep the dictionary really for their whole school career, and it's a great resource for them. It has um, all the information that they need in order to uh, accomplish a great deal in school. It has the Declaration of Independence in addition to the, the dictionary and the Constitution. So it's, uh, it's a real helpful resource, and it expands their mind and in, in that sense their world. Yeah, and saying Rotary is half of our sponsorship. Our sponsorship, after I stopped writing grants, which was primarily for South Carolina, um, the Rotary clubs and other organizations, other service clubs, read about what people were doing in the newspapers and then uh, implemented it where they live. They're, we don't actually solicit or ask people to join us. They hear about it and they contact us and we help them implement the project there. No, that's great. Now, I had the privilege of, of doing this a little bit in the last few years here in, in Utah, and it is wonderful to see the reaction of kids as they receive a dictionary. I think for a lot of kids uh, in inner cities especially, they don't have a lot of books at all. And this, for some, may be the very first book that anyone has ever given them and said, this is yours. Do you find that experience uh, around the country as you distribute these dictionaries? Absolutely. I hear it every day. And I've heard it every day probably for the last five years. And it's been telling because that's pretty much when um, the iPad and a lot of smartphones became accessible to younger and younger children. And people just felt like, oh, I can read everything uh, on my iPad or Kindle or whatever it is. And you can. But it's uh, wonderful for children to have their own book. And this is usually the first book that is in their home. And that was surprising for me to hear over and over and over. And like I said, I continue to hear it to this day. And, and the children are very proud of it. It's, it's almost like a rite of passage when they're in the third grade and they have this big book. Most of the books that we give out are over 500 pages. And they feel honored to be entrusted with it and they make good use of it. They, and again, it's their own personal, the ownership uh, of having their own personal book and resource uh, means a lot to them, especially when it comes from people in the community who are making a special trip to their school to present it to them and to let them know that they are interested in their education and they want to see them succeed. That is such an integral part of the, uh, the program. And also the thank you letters that are written by the children, it helps people get a real touch of reality from the children in their own words when they express their gratitude and uh, the teachers making uh, good use of that opportunity to uh, have the children communicate with the people who visited their classroom because just uh, when you write a thank you letter it encourages people to give more and then also and so they don't necessarily give to those children, but to the second graders, they're pretty much guaranteed uh, to get a dictionary when they're in the third grade because of the thank you letters. 
It means yeah. to the people who give the dictionary back. That's great. Well, Mary, I want to ask you just a few personal questions to get some personal insights from you. I, I, I know the people who watch the show just love to get into the heads of the social entrepreneurs that we have on the show. And so I wonder if you would just take a minute and uh, respond to a couple of things. But first, you know, you've become really very well respected. There are you know, hundreds of thousands of people who participate as volunteers and donors in this program to say nothing of the millions of children who have received uh, the dictionaries. And, and to all of these people, you are a role model. Who is your role model? Well, when I saw that question, and I was thinking about it last night, it came to mind that I really do feel very strong in Sullivan. I think that her life is a testimony to really how everyone should live their life. That she, and everyone has hardships in their life. You, you can't get through life without hardships. And um, she started off where uh, her mother died when she was seven years old. Her father was abusive, and her brother died uh, when he shortly after they were put into an orphanage. And um, and she, you know, managed to uh, get through all of this at the age of fourteen. She asked somebody at the orphanage to, you know, make arrangements for her to go to. Perkins School for the Blind because she was blind in addition to having all these other problems, you know, taking care of her brother and um, just managing to make it through every single day. And they sent her to the Perkins School and she had eye surgery so she was able to see that she understood the challenges that people have and she wanted to help them, people who were deaf and blind. And so she helped them and Helen Keller became her student. And and that was another um, uh, challenge because Anne was from Massachusetts and Helen was from Alabama. They came from very different backgrounds. Uh, Helen was very affluent and uh, Anne was very poor, but they became lifelong friends and inspired literally the whole world to live up to their potential. And so. For that reason, she's my role model. Wow, that's great. Now, you you could be doing anything, uh, Mary. Obviously, you're a very capable, accomplished woman, and you could be doing something that, quite frankly, might benefit you more than giving away dictionaries. Why do you choose to do this? Well, it's education enriches and changes everybody's life. And it helps to, and it makes people self-reliant. It is so important for our democracy. And we're really the only country in the world where you can express your thoughts freely and openly. And uh, it's, it's entertaining and it's also educational for people. And I think people need to spend more time reading so that they have more to share with other people. Yeah. Well, Mary, one last question for you. Uh, you are having great impact. You are really making a difference. And everyone who's watching the show wants to know how to make a difference. Can you give us one tip, one habit, one thing you do consistently, maybe every day, that we could emulate that would help us do more good, have more impact in the world? 
I definitely need more, you know, and do more. And I and exercise. I think that's a really important part of even if it's five or ten minutes, uh, fifteen would be great. Twenty minutes, you know, you're probably doing more than you need to. But every single day, these are really important. Your mind and body. We're only here for this short time, and we really need to make the best possible use of it every single day. And and you do have to, uh, you know, use it in the right way. Exercising and reading, and I, I think it's it's imperative actually if you want to live a long, healthy, productive. Okay, well, Mary, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us. For the people who are watching, they're going to want to know how to uh, find you, how to make a donation, where to go. What, what do people do if they want to learn more or make a donation? Well, go to our website, dictionaryproject.org. And if you want to talk to me, give us a call, and I'll call you back. I like to listen to people to hear what they have on their mind, and um, you know how if they want to get involved, we'd be happy to help you do that. Fantastic. Well, Mary, thank you very much for joining us today, and we wish you every success in the great work that you're doing. Well, thank you. It's my pleasure, and I appreciate the opportunity. All righty, let's do some good. At the intersection of financial services and social media, Gate Global Impact, GGI, uses new market infrastructure to facilitate investments in organizations that deliver a societal, environmental, and or a cause-related benefit in addition to a financial return. Mike Schweiger promotes authors, nonprofits, and humanitarian organizations. He also writes speeches that inspire and he helps prepare leaders for appearances on major national TV talk shows. Learn more at MediaMavens.com or TVTraining.tv. Call him at 954-423-4414. Thank you for listening. This podcast was recorded via Google Hangouts on Air and is available at YouTube.com forward slash Devonthorpe. Subscribe to this podcast on Stitcher or iTunes by searching for Your Mark on the World. Every weekday, Devon hosts a CEO, celebrity, entrepreneur or other changemaker here on the Your Mark on the World show to inspire and prepare you to make your mark. Devon is a champion of social good, writing about, advocating for and advising people who are doing good. He is a Forbes contributor who is a recognized thought leader in social entrepreneurship, impact investing, and crowdfunding. To book Devin as a speaker, visit devinthorpe.com. Learn more about Devin's work at yourmarkontheworld.com.